Do you feel like motherhood is mundane? A lot of mornings you wake up feeling like you lack joy or purpose. Do you also want to invite God into your mom life, your marriage, and your life in general, but you just don't know how? Do you feel tired, like you have no time, and you're always putting yourself last? Hi, I am Jill Warball a Christian mom life coach, and I'll be showing you each episode how to make time for you, your relationship with Jesus, and others. I'll teach you how to grow with God and apply his word to your everyday life. And most importantly, I'll be cheering you on each week, reminding you that you do have purpose and that you are worthy of a great future. You can find satisfaction in motherhood. I'm going to show you that you can live intentionally with less stress, more joy, all while serving God and others. So grab your Bible and get ready to be transformed. This is the Faithful Mama Podcast, a place where we learn to fill up on Jesus so that we can pour into others. Listen in. Hi friends, I hope you're all having a great week. I hope um, you're getting some warmer weather these days, getting out in the sunshine, seeing the flowers grow and bloom. It's just such an awesome time and it's always a time that I look at and see God's faithfulness that literally he is faithful every single spring. Every spring the trees turn green, it gets warmer, the flowers come out, all of those things. It never fails. God never fails. His faithfulness never fails. That's why I love spring so much. But um, today, I wanted to just talk to those of us who um, are waiting on something, whether that's a job or a relationship, or um, just an answered prayer. There are so many of us who go through these seasons of waiting, and sometimes we need some reminders of how to get through them and be reminded that God is in the waiting, and it's in those days of waiting that we a lot of times feel closest to God um, and we see God just and feel his presence in, in that time of waiting. Um, so I'm just going to pray for us. Lord, um, thank you so much, um, even in these seasons of waiting, that you're here with us, that you're walking with us, Lord. Help us to take these reminders today that we're going to talk about and just apply them to our situation that we might be waiting on, Lord. I also want to pray for all the mamas listening that they have an amazing Mother's Day weekend and for all the mamas who um, have lost a child and for all those mamas that are still waiting. We just love you, Lord, and we know that um, you gave us the gift of motherhood. And we can be moms even to um, 
just those younger than us, even if they're not from our own bodies, but that you have given us that ability to nurture. And we thank you for that. Amen. Okay. So if you're waiting for something right now, today, I'm just going to tell you, get a a piece of paper and a pen, and we're going to go through the four ways to wait. And not just wait, but like wait on God to move. Okay. So the first one is my favorite. So the first one is to record answered prayers in a journal. So God's proven dependability can be a source of encouragement when we wait. His dependability can also be a source of encouragement in the midst of trials. So I record every morning in a journal my prayers. And I probably have 20 prayer journals. And the coolest thing is opening those prayer journals from years ago and seeing God's faithfulness. And if I'm in a really tough season and I feel like my faith is weak and I'm questioning God and I'm doubting God, I can go to those journals, whether I'm I'm in a tough season, a weary season, or a season of waiting, and I can see that God does answer prayers. Because when I go back into the journals, I see his faithfulness. I see how he has answered those old prayers in one way or another, whether it was actually answering the prayer the way that I desired for him to answer the prayer or giving me something even greater. Or if the answer was no, I can look back and see why now. So that is such an awesome way to wait patiently on God is just remembering his faithfulness. All right. So that's our first one. Number two, reflect on God's promises and character and align it with prayer. So discerning his character and basically discerning his character in scripture um, with our prayers is so powerful. So if I go into the Bible and I look for different characteristics of God, um, especially like in places like Psalms where David says out loud the Lord's character and how he is holding him. David saying, you know, you uphold me with my, with your right hand and just knowing God is holding you reflecting on that character and God's promise is so powerful and including them in our prayer is so powerful in a time of waiting. Our relationship with him is personal, okay? So when we pray back to him, who he is and what his will is, and we apply that to our personal situation and prayer to him, he rewards our efforts. Trust me. For example, just using that scripture, like, dear God, right now in this season, you know, Lord, I am waiting on you for this particular situation. And I know that you are upholding me with your right hand. That's what your word says. And that's what you promised me that you're upholding me right now with your right hand. And I am believing in faith in that. 
Lord. And that is a, a prayer that I have recited multiple times from him. And that is so powerful. I really begin to feel his power upholding me in those tough situations. So go to the Bible, write down his character in a waiting season, and then pray that back to him in the morning. Write down those prayers to him and apply it to your situation. Say, God, that's who you said you are. And you promise that this is who you are. I mean, I almost say like, you promised me, Lord. <laughs> so show up for me because that's what you said you would do. And then he does. He re- rewards our efforts when we apply his word to our personal situation and prayer to him. He really does. I promise you this. So that's number two. Okay. And number three. Receive God's wisdom. That's number three. Receive God's wisdom. And to receive God's salvation and peace, we must first receive his word. And what I mean by that is our local church is a way and is God's chosen way for us to do this. Okay. He told Peter that you're going to start my church. This was God's idea that we were going to be iron sharpening iron. He meant for us to be in community and hearing his word, receiving his wisdom so that we could apply it to our lives. How in the world are we supposed to wait without God's wisdom in the waiting? We have to get ourselves into church to receive his peace that flows from his word. And that is in our local churches, in women's groups. Um, If you're a man listening, join a men's group. But iron really does sharpen iron. And and there are people that are older than me in my church and in my groups and my pastors that are pouring out wisdom over me in my waiting. And in that waiting, and I when I receive God's wisdom from those people. It is cha- it is life changing. It helps me to wait more patiently. Okay? And then our last one, number 4, is to remain confident in God's promises. So, our God is a promise keeper, and I know that in waiting, we are so tempted to fall into being skeptics of that. So, We have to remain confident in God's promises by encouraging ourselves with biblical truths. So we can choose to go to social media as we wait. We can choose to go to, um, you know, friends that might not be walking um, in step with the Lord as we're waiting, we can be really tempted to do that because we're tempted to kind of fall into skepticism while we're waiting. We are very tempted at a time like that. But what we must remember is that our God is a promise keeper. And it, the only way that we're going to remember that our God is a promise keeper is if we encourage ourselves with biblical truths. So we have got to go into the word by ourselves, whether it's waking up early in the morning or after putting your kids down and you've taken a shower and you climb in your bed and you you look up God's promises on Google, 
and make sure they're straight from scripture, straight from the word and write them down in a notebook and just encourage yourself with those biblical truths. And that will 100% help you to wait patiently on God. So when life is hard, which is in the waiting, and usually when we're waiting, there's something that that's going on that's hard in the midst of the waiting. There's a reason that we're waiting. But when life is hard, we can choose to exercise patience and faith in the waiting because we know that in his timing, he will deliver us again. Look up verses about God's timing. That is one way that I have been so, so blessed by scripture in waiting is the times where scripture talks about how God's timing is perfect, perfect and perfect. And when I speak that over myself and in my prayers and back to him, I, uh, it's like, it's like a spring that like comes out of my soul that like wells up inside of me that believes that his timing is perfect and he will deliver whether it be a child, whether it be a relationship, whether it be, um, like I said, a job or whatever that is, God is faithful. His timing is perfect. And if you don't have it yet, I want to reiterate to you that sometimes he may be protecting you from something. I prayed so long for a relationship. I didn't get married till I was 32. Looking back now, God was protecting me from a marriage that would have gone south because I was not ready to be a wife. Was it painful in the waiting? 100%. But God's timing is perfect. And if you are relying on that, I am telling you that God will bless you at the exact time. So don't think that it's not going to come to fruition but maybe he is just protecting you from something that if it happened then and there, you would not be ready for it. So let's just go over those four ways to wait patiently on God. So number one is to um, have a journal that you can go back and look to for ways to remember, remember God's faithfulness from the past, that you can open those up those journals up in seasons of waiting and see where he was faithful. Number two is to reflect on God's promises and character and align it with your prayers. So look up God's character in the Bible, look up his promises, and then apply it to your own personal situation in prayer when you're speaking to him. Number three is receive God's wisdom. Go to church, get yourself in groups. The only way you're going to receive wisdom is from People that are older, um, that are pastors, that are mentors, receive God's wisdom in that way because iron really does sharpen iron. And that is a great way to wait on the Lord, to keep you patient um, when you're in a trial or when you're waiting on something. And then the last one, number four, is to remain confident in God's promises. Um, we know that in times of waiting, we can easily be skeptics, but if we keep encouraging ourselves with biblical truths, going into the Bible or Googling each night, just 
biblical truths, God's promises and talking over ourselves, um, truth that, you know, God is in the waiting, that God's timing is perfect. And all of these verses that just literally uh, make our souls alive again in the waiting and repeating them over ourselves and encouraging ourselves with them, it makes all the difference while we wait. Um, this was kind of our, our main topic today, but with Mother's Day coming up this weekend, I also wanted to repeat a devotional that I read here recently. Um, and I just wanted to speak it over, over the moms and, um, anybody that's in a mother, a motherhood type of position, whether you're a mentor to someone younger or just, you know, a teacher, where you're the mom to a bunch of little ones. Um, this is this is for all of us, and it's called Glory to God. Our motherhood really is for God's glory. So in 1 Corinthians 10, 31, it says, So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. And And this is the devotional Moments with God for Moms by Karen Stubbs, who I had on the show before. But It says, I love that I don't have to be someone big and important to glorify God. I can bring glory to him in my own home just by rocking my baby to sleep. I can bring glory to him by serving my children their dinner or going to the grocery store. How cool is that? I think it's amazing because the world we live in focuses on the rich and famous. Two things I will never be. We are reminded in this verse that even the small things in life, like eating or drinking, are important to God and should be important to us too. This verse reminds us that everything in life has purpose if we glorify God in the process. How do we glorify God while rocking your children to sleep? By being peaceful, patiently waiting for them to drift off. That's how you glorify God. You can glorify him by serving your family with a good attitude and a loving spirit. You can glorify God at the grocery store by giving those around you grace when grace is not deserved. And you can have a smile on your face as you check out. It all matters. Mamas, it all matters. Father, be with me throughout my day and remind me that everything matters to you. Give me your love, your grace, and your amazing mercy. Show me, the, show me how to love others the way you love them. Thank you that the small things matter to you, so I can bring glory to you in my home, even while doing laundry. Amen. Looking to give your child a well-rounded education while ensuring positive socialization opportunities and their ability to succeed in life? Consider joining Classical Conversations community and homeschooling alongside local families. Led by a trained licensed director, families learn through Classical Conversations proven Christ-centered curriculum together in a community. With locations in all 50 states and over 50 countries, there is bound to be a community near you. To find your community today, visit classicalconversations.com forward slash faithful. Thank you so much for listening to the Faithful Mama podcast, a place where we fill up on Jesus so we can pour into others. 
If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to head over to the ratings and review section. And if this is something that you know will touch another mama's heart, please share it with her. And as always, stay faithful.